Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannette and Brooke wanting to educate, enlighten, and entertain, entertain. all of you. All of us. <laughs> to all mental of us health entertained. issues. <laughs> yep. We're all entertained. Just be entertained over there, folks. <laughs> so before we get started, um, I will kind of go over there. Our disclaimer, this mm-hmm. is not a therapy session. It is not. And you don't really want it to be, let's be honest. No. Actually, <laughs> this one I might want it to be. Oh. <laughs> This is another one I can sink my teeth into. But anyway, but it's not. And I am not your therapist, even though this one I might want to be. No. Um, If anything that we talk about ever triggers things for you, brings up any issues, then we encourage you to seek help. There are many resources available. And in fact, we have a wonderful resource we want to share. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash therapist. That's betterhelp.com slash therapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. So this episode... We are going to talk about something that um, it's not X-rated, but parents may want to, if they have little ears listening, maybe not have them listen. Yeah, yeah. There might be some curiosity. There, that comes there might up. be some things brought up that you don't want to have to explain yet. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. So listener discretion is advised. Yes. Maybe. Okay, there's our other disclaimer. Listener discretion (laughs) advised. There, I did a cool Hollywood voice there. You did? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I have no idea on age, so we can't even say under the age of. Just Just, discretion. If you don't want to have to explain it to them, don't let them listen. That's right. There you go. Plain and simple. That's right. Okay, so we received um, an email, and I will just go ahead and read it. This is when I wish I had more information, but we don't. So I'll read it so that our listeners have exactly what um, what we have. It starts out like this. Ultimate Pocket Therapist, I listened to your podcast last week on addiction. I would love some ideas on what to do with my husband's porn addiction. We have been married for six years. We dated for two years before we got married. We have two children, a three-year-old and a newborn. I quit college when my first when I had my first baby. I have since started back going to an online university. My husband has a full-time job and works nights. 
Before we got married, he confessed to me that he was a sex addict and had been looking at porn since he was in his mid-teens. I remember not knowing what to do with this information. I loved him and wanted to be with him. I told him I would help him with his addiction. We went to our clergy for guidance. He met with my husband for several weeks and referred him to a counselor that specialized with addictions. He did not go to counseling for very long. I can't remember how many times. He told me that he was over his addiction. We got married and things were good for a couple of years. Then when I got pregnant with our first child, there was a huge change in his behavior. He was detached. There was no intimacy and very little conversation. I felt horrible because I thought it was about me being pregnant. He finally admitted that he was looking at porn again. He refused to go back to counseling. I found SA groups and he refused to go. He said he would quit on his own. I think for the most part he did as things seemed better, but I never trusted that he was being honest. He was a good father and helped me with the baby, but there was something that never felt right. On the outside, things were okay. When I got pregnant with our second child, he was once again detached. He wanted to spend time alone. I tried to talk to him about his addiction, and he gets angry and refuses to talk about it. He tells me to stop being his mother. I know he is looking at porn again and probably never stopped. I can't live like this. I don't want a divorce with two little kids. Any ideas on getting him to stop? Wowzers. I know. Yeah, because clearly telling your husband to stop looking at porn is definitely being his mother. (laughs) Yeah, and not going to work. Maybe call his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Tell on him. (laughs) Do you know what your boy's doing? (laughs) Come get your kid. I'm done babysitting him. I know. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. That's a lot. That is a whole ball of fun, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. I just read that and went, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So we're going to kind of address porn addiction. If that's Juicy. why we wanted the, um, the listener discretion. My little Jimmy comes in. Mom, what's porn? What's porn? <laughs> it's like, well, we're not going to go there. So, so the interesting thing with porn is there still a controversy about whether or not it is really an addiction okay okay i could see okay so it's like you know is it where does the addiction start and the compulsion end the compulsion end the addiction start it's that controversy between whether it's an addiction or a compulsive behavior so let's look at what some of the signs would be of a porn addiction. Okay. Okay. Because there's a lot of um, mental health professionals, care professionals that believe it's not problematic, but has the potential to become so. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so it's like, well, no shit. It's not a problem. It could be it a could problem. It could be a problem. Yeah. But yeah. right now, I it's know. not it's a problem. It's not. That's deep. Yeah. That's a really that was yeah. deep. great way of explaining mm-hmm. that one. Whoever yeah. brought that one yeah. to light. Jeez. So signs of porn addiction, we were looking at that. One is obvious sign of any addiction is you can't stop. 
Oh, there you go. There you go. That's mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah. And um, you want more. Yeah. Okay. So with porn, then you end up viewing more progressively explicit stuff, I guess, and just keep getting to get more and more. Okay. And so, yeah. So it's like yeah. what? So the the mild drug of choice uh-huh. no longer get gives right. it to you. So you keep upping the right. ante. Which is kind of like true with addiction. Yeah. And yeah, so with, with porn, it would, mm-hmm. yeah. More progressive. You get more progressive yeah. because... The old stuff doesn't arouse no, you. Yeah, doesn't meet your needs anymore. Right. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yep. Um, you lose time. Oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> How much time you spend on the computer? Well, yeah, or it's on like, your phone or wherever what you're. What have you been at? doing for the last four hours? Nothing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, an interesting sign of people with the with sex addictions. Addictions, I mean, is you actually lose interest in sex. It's less satisfying. That's interesting. Yeah, wouldn't you think it would be the opposite? Yeah, you'd almost want to like live out everything you see or whatever. Well, that's another problem. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that is another problem (laughs) because it can can lead to more, which we'll talk about in, in a minute. But it's interesting that across the board, whether it's men or women, there is a decrease in sexual interest. Interesting. With porn. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Um, what else with porn addiction pops out that you can think of that's an addiction that would be with porn addiction? Well, um, like losing attraction that you have in your partner. Yeah. Just because you're seeing these, you know, you see porn stars, whether it be female or male, and they are so exaggerated you know ken and barbie type that you may start looking at your partner as like oh that's all i got right you know that could be something there oh i definitely think so yeah not just sexual interest but just overall attraction Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then also um maybe always being distracted yeah like that where you are with addiction, mm-hmm. the addiction always, you always want back to it. Right. And so maybe you're very disconnected to your real yeah, life. I would, I would think that was a huge one with addiction with porn mm-hmm. is always thinking yeah. about, or any addiction, we just think about it a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, so money. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because a lot of those really explicit sites, you actually have to pay for it, right? Right. And they're expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that goes back to the you are wanting more. Right. And so you to pay get, more. Yeah. Right. To get yeah. that next level, you're going to have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So there's that part of, you know, when we're looking at signs of a porn addiction, it can be mm-hmm. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe also becoming more, like you said, more demanding. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like you might want different. Right. Than what you're normally getting in. Yeah. In your life. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. So, and the, the other problem with, with porn is, and I've heard this over and over again and read things about it too, is it, um, at times it just tends to lead to more. So people end up having affairs, end up getting involved with prostitution. It's like any kind of a addiction. It's, you need more to satisfy it. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's never enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
In fact, I've got a really good story about that. Well, <laughs> by golly, let her on in. <laughs> so when we were talking about leading to more in prostitution, so years ago I was working, this is years ago, I was working with a, a young client and she was married, very religious, and I think she had maybe at least one child. Okay. Okay. And anyway, she started having marital problems that she could not figure out. Her husband was just kind of mean. He wasn't intimate anymore. He was, you know, angry and she could not figure out what was going on. And also there was a lot of money back to the money missing. Okay. Okay. So she found in going through their bank statements, he had actually used their personal credit card to get a motel room in a neighboring town and also had on the credit card a charge for an escort service for the same day. Not thinking that would never be right found? well back to sometimes with addictions we get careless yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so long story short that explained a lot yeah mm-hmm. yep and wow. she actually confronted him he denied it said he'd never been there um even though he had checked into the motel <laughs> just i mean the you know there's a paper trail yeah yeah so paper maybe trail. like the loss of interest in sex is probably more so the loss of loss of interest in your everyday partner might be and it's more yeah. of like they no longer do it for right. you right yeah but and then you, you get more yeah, yeah. A, mm-hmm. a prostitute a sex worker right that's different that's new uh-huh. that's exciting yeah. and they probably because that's what they do for a living probably mm-hmm. have more of that body type that you're used to seeing on yeah, your porn sites. Well, they better if you're paying for them. Right? Yeah. yeah she better be hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello. But anyway, the end of this story is she divorced his sorry ass. Good. Yeah. She got her a really good attorney and she divorced. Huh? Yeah. Well, good. I know. Good for her. So, yeah. So sometimes it does add, I mean, increase. It just leads to more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest problem, I think, with porn is it is so easily accessible oh yeah and unlike other addictions you don't come home drunk you don't come home high nobody knows you're doing it Mm -hmm. you know there's no outward sign well there are if you pay attention yeah you know but it's not you know something that you come home stumbling drunk and you're going to get a dui right Mm -hmm. you know what's really funny is going back on that whole like no one knows Uh so in a place i used to work we all had to have uh, security clearances to work there. Okay. But anyways, one day this guy who I thought was the nicest guy in the world got escorted out of the building (laughs) and they had done a overnight scrub on his computer, which we all were subjected to at any time on our work computers. IT would come in and just do a quick scrub, make more so to make sure that there was no, um, outside, Issues like hacking in to get information from us or whatever. Okay. But anyways, they just happened to do this guy's computer. Come to find out he had been running from his cubicle at work the entire like 
swingers porn sex oh, ring. No. <laughs> <laughs> and from work. From work. Uh-huh. And in a security area. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not in a pri- he did not have an office. This was yeah. a cubicle. Yeah. But yeah, so they went through when they escorted him out, they didn't even let him pack up his stuff and they came up with security. And I remember my boss telling me he goes, I opened drawers. I wish I would have never opened. And it was just <laughs> files full of oh, no. all of their comings and goings. His wife had no idea. Oh, no. It was insane. But I worked with this guy. I saw him daily. Would have never guessed. Yeah. yeah. And it was some shady shit happening. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. Oh, my word. And yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what ended up happening, but I um Oh, you can imagine. I'm imagine, yeah, his wife's like, "Why did you get fired?" <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so Anyways. I think yeah, I think there's an awful lot of um porn addiction out there that goes uncovered. Oh yeah. You know. Mhm. I think that's very under uh, the radar. radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think it's probably more prevalent than we think about. And the interesting thing, you know, obviously we're getting off on tangents, poor our Karen, but the interesting thing is porn addiction and sexual addiction is not just men. We always kind of think about the man Mm -hmm. looking at it, but I've honestly, in my history of being a therapist, I've worked with several women that were sex addicts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that. I just think maybe women are not necessarily as common sounding because mm-hmm. they're probably hard. Yeah. Probably a little sneakier. Women maybe. are usually pretty sneaky yeah. with stuff like that. Well, you're that. not going to sit around the locker room and talk about watching porn like men might do. Exactly. I don't know if yeah, men I, do that in locker rooms, but I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> I don't know how many men are in locker rooms anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, I think it definitely if a woman's involved, they're probably a little bit more secretive about it. Yeah. So looking at this overall issue of porn addiction. Okay. Okay. So again... Last week, we talked about um, neurotransmitter and dopamine, Mm -hmm. okay, in our brain. So we have to realize the same thing happens with any kind of addiction, including a sex addiction. Yeah. Okay. So again, we, um, you know, porn is used to basically reach arousal. And to reach an orgasm. This is such a fun conversation to oh, have with I know. my mom. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, you thought the sex talk was bad when you were little. <laughs> Let's just tune in. Tune in at, tune guys... in at age 30. <laughs> what I'm... else we're talking about the Kilo household? I, I, um, yeah, I will never be the same after no, this. No, that's funny. Yeah. All right, so back to orgasms. Uh, orgasms. So basically when this happens, you experience a flood of positive feelings because of the events associated with the release of chemicals in the brain, like the dopamine. Yeah. Okay. So basically what, when I was reading, this is an interesting thing. It's kind of puts it in perspective. Researchers have found that the high of an orgasm is comparable to taking a hit of heroin. Are you serious? Yeah, I read that. I'm going, wow. Yeah. Huh? What kind of orgasms are they having? <laughs> Well, maybe they live outside of Utah. <laughs> Whoa. I oh, know. I didn't Whoa. say that. I did not say that. Scare down, big no. shifter. Whoa. Yeah, I won't bring that up. <laughs> anyway. Wow. That's, well, then that makes sense then is why it, you know, you can 
get addicted, addicted to, to it because it, yeah. it feels good. Right. Yep. And like any addiction, it has that vicious cycle. Yeah. And you want more and it feels good. And and like you said, porn's very easily accessible. It is. You can accidentally find it at any time. Yes. Let alone if you wanted to find it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So back to poor Karen. Oh, I know. The one that actually started this whole conversation. <laughs> Karen, Not that you are the fun. one that got my mom on uh, this, this very whole, yeah. uh, interesting tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so... Here's what what comes out for me as a therapist is he's not going to quit on his own. No. She made that pretty obvious that he got defensive. He didn't want to talk about it anymore. And she wondered if he'd ever really quit in the first place. Yeah. Okay. And I, odds are he probably didn't. Yeah. Or, I mean, like we were saying before with addictions is you're never fully recovered. Mm-hmm. You're always recovering. Yeah. So maybe he went for a period of time and, and really did not. And then he relapsed. Yeah. Something know? triggered something. Yeah. Yep. So the question I have is how much is he willing to lose or risk? Okay. Okay. Because ultimately, if he doesn't get help, this relationship probably isn't going to work for long. Yeah. Okay. And if he's not willing to get help, Karen, you're never going to live up to this porn world he lives in too. And you need, you need to Mm -hmm. do what's best for you too. Well, you know, when she talks about being, he's detached. Yeah. I bet you again, if I had a chance to talk to her it that is just the beginning of it. Yeah. You know, my guess is, you know, he's not interested. He's detached. He's emotionally withdrawn all, Mm -hmm. you know, and if he's in a full blown addiction, yeah, you're, Mm -hmm. And this sounds harsh, but you are never going to be enough for him because he's living in this addiction world. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. So sad. I'm sorry, Karen. Yeah. You know, so, you know, issues in any relationship need to be addressed, yes. you know, and it just sounds like what she alluded to is that he's angry and defensive and probably because he knows she's right. Oh, yeah. Like he's busted. Mm-hmm. You know, when she says, I want to talk about, his addiction and then he accuses me of being his mom well there's a reason yeah because if he was right yeah if he was open about it and really wanting to get help he would be sincere and and seek treatment Mm -hmm. you know so in her email she said sa groups okay okay yeah i did catch that yeah so what an SA group is, is it similar to a, an AA group? It's for Sexaholics Anonymous. Okay. And they actually have a pretty large network online. You have sponsors. You can also go in person. They have SA groups that are for men. They have SA groups that are for women. Okay. Okay. And they have what they call Sex Addicts Anonymous and Sexaholics Anonymous. And basically what, when reading about it, it looks like the one for Sex Addicts Anonymous are more the ones that we're talking about really into the porn. Mm-hmm. And Sexaholics are more maybe lust and haven't maybe acted on it as much. But So there's groups available for, I guess, levels okay. of sex addiction. But I was curious because with... AA, we've always had Al-Anon, and Al-Anon is 
a similar program to AA, but it's for the people who are with the alcoholic, their family, their kids. Okay. Okay. The loved ones. mm -hmm, Yeah. Right. And so if you're married to someone that's an alcoholic, you could attend Al-Anon to help you cope and deal with the alcoholic. Okay. Okay. So in researching that, I did find out that they have groups called S slash Anon. S slash Anon. Uh-huh. Okay. Which is basically, I guess, sexaholic and Al-Anon type okay. groups. Okay. <laughs> and they had wonderful resources that I found online. So anyone interested, or if Karen's listening, that would be a huge resource. Because if anything, like I've talked to um, other listeners on these emails we've gotten before, is you need to do something. Yeah. If you don't do anything, nothing changes. Yeah. And if he's not willing to get help and you really don't want a divorce and you've got to figure out what you can do, you need to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And so maybe her going to counseling, maybe getting involved in an S anon group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I also found lots of books to read mm-hmm. on being the one that is involved with the sex addict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea is there is a lot of help available. And I'm curious, again, I would love to ask you this, but I'm curious about the college thing. What do you mean? Well, she mentioned in the email she had been attending college and quit when she had her first baby. She's back to going to college. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, reading between the lines, you go to college, you get your degree, you get a good job, you're maybe not as stuck. Yeah. Because right now with a newborn and a three-year-old, did it say? I think so, yeah. Yeah. A newborn, a three-year-old, and you're going to school, she may not have the resources to be able to, like, leave. Yeah. You know? And I always encourage people to look at what they can do to not be stuck. Yeah. Empower. It goes mm -hmm. back to that. Just empower yourself. So kind of looking at, you know how much college do you have left and what are you getting your degree in and what do you plan on doing when you're done? Mm-hmm. Because you may then be in a whole different set of circumstances that you could leave if he's unwilling to change. That's kind of back to how much is he willing to risk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this porn addiction worth Yeah. his wife and his mm-hmm. little kids going on with their life without him? Right. Yeah. And I have heard of stories of people who have chose to basically lose their family and and not give up the porn. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. What a lonely life that ends yeah. up being. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like any addiction. Sometimes it's stronger and people are more motivated to stay in the addiction than they are motivated to get help. And it also depends on how much they're willing to risk. Yeah. You know, what are they going to give up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she didn't you... mention that she'd ever threatened to leave or anything like that, but I'm just curious about the college because that would empower her yeah. to be able to. Yeah, finishing she... your college degree uh-huh. is empowering. Yeah. So it's like you're one step closer. Right. Like, you're you're doing it. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to live this way, Karen. Like... Yes. That's, the, that's exactly what we keep going back to, mm-hmm. you know? So I would encourage her to take charge. Yeah. Okay. Do what she needs to do to help her because he's either going to get on board or it's not going to end well. Yeah. 
you know. And you know, maybe after plenty of times of you going, okay, well, watch the kids. I'm going to this meeting, or okay, I'm going to go to meet with this group, and it's all, mm-hmm. you know, the support group, the for support this group for a loved addicts. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe he's gonna, maybe I'll light a fire under his butt of like, right. oh, yeah, well, she's serious. This mm-hmm. isn't okay. Yeah. You know, or, and if it doesn't, you'll gain some great information that can help oh, you. Oh, and, and the support that you need yeah. to get the help. Cause groups like that are amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If you find a whole community. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Wow. They're very beneficial. So that kind of like wraps up our, uh, porn session. You know, and Karen, thank you <laughs> for or, or this not session. podcast. <laughs> And Karen, thank you for this wonderful opportunity for me to listen to my mom say orgasm at least 15 times. <laughs> it was it was so deeply enlightening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not not one bit uncomfortable. No, 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 no. <laughs> so maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get a few more uh, lovely orgasm episodes, episodes thrown mm-hmm. in there. Or other topics that are uncomfortable to talk with with your mother. <laughs> Porn, 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 porn. <laughs> Jeez. So anyway, remember that if any of this triggered, <laughs> it triggered me, but whole different, whole different realm. We're not going down that path. But um, there are resources available, and again, we would like to mention our sponsor, BetterHelp. Yep. And um, if you guys use the plug, uh, BetterHelp.com/uptherapist, you guys can get ten percent mm-hmm. and it's a struggle i'm all i'm all upset now i'm yeah. just really upset 10 percent off your first month of therapy yep and it's a great way to start yeah if you guys need some help so okay. all right well we'll catch you next time mm-hmm.